0: Hey, welcome to Rec Reflect. Today we have Annie Verzoli, CEO of Creating Community and the Lit Workshop.
1: Today we get to talk to Annie about some of her leadership philosophy and how she got into the field and what really intrigues
0: her about leadership. And she ends up talking about how we must stay intentional and in how we build community. We hope you enjoy this episode. Woo! How's your day
2: going? How much you want to know? It's Good.
0: Get, get, get No, come, lay it on. Come on. <laughs>
2: this done- podcast
1: is about reflecting yourself just as much as it is <laughs> getting
0: it out there to the community.
2: I've done almost three hours straight of virtual training.
0: Are you brain fried right now?
2: Yeah, but I just drank a hot tea for your sake, so I... I'm getting, my jolt is kicking in.
0: Good. Well, it'll be a nice little downturn because you get to talk to us two idiots.
2: <laughs> I love it. How are you two today?
0: Oh, we're good. I turned in all my grades yesterday, so I'm done until <clears throat> January 4th.
2: I remember that feeling.
0: Yeah. Uh, January 4th, I have my winter semester, but uh, I have other faculty members. They're done till January 25th.
2: Look, we talked, we talked about that. We talked about that ranking system. Yeah.
0: yeah, so it's just it's just today dealing with all the students that are emailing me mad that I didn't round up their. <laughs> I, I got a, I got one this morning. Uh, please round my fifty-two up to a C. I was like, "Well, I, no, I, you I didn't. I don't know how to do that kind of math. I'm sorry, guys." Look,
2: I'll tell you what my response was. Look, is it, will this is years of your. So I look at it from, this is kind of my own, what did I used to say? It was my own um, kind of philosophy over instruction. I said, here's the thing. If I move, if I do round your grade up, or no, this was with the extra credit. They always want extra credit at the last minute. Sorry. It was, if I offer you an opportunity to increase your grade, then I have to offer all 40 other students. Um, at this time, at the end of the semester, to also increase their grade. And right now, I'm just not in a situation where I have the time to be able to offer that to you. So your grade stands.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, how many, how often do you guys get like a, at the end of the semester, like, hey, are there any opportunities for extra credit? And you're like, "Um, yes, there, there were clearly stated opportunities for extra credit three weeks ago and six weeks ago and there was this thing that you could have gone to so there are there were opportunities for extra credits for extra credits, how you should have asked
0: 15 uh, percent of the students will come begging for it for yeah. in, in for my classes yeah. uh, and these are the students that are hit or miss with attendance these are students that are if the tests are online that they are they'll email me 12 hours after a test closes. They're like, I forgot to take it. Give me another shot, please. I want to do, I want to be a doctor. And so I need to do well in your coaching class. And I'm like, well, like this is not the failout class. I don't know how to, like this should be like easy B easy. A it's just putting in the work.
2: I actually used to say you have to try and fail. Like the, I had the intro to rec class, Mm -hmm. you know, It's taught at every accredited university across the United States and I would say I'm not insulting my intelligence I'm not insulting your intelligence but based on what we will be discussing and what assignments I have required I said you have to work to not earn a passing grade in this class and so yeah uh, yeah. well I have to be
1: careful about like bashing other students on here because um you know I'm sure like Dr. Z or like Dr. Hodges could be listening to this podcast from Texas State and be like, I remember having Wills as a student too. So he probably shouldn't be like talking big game about his student game cuz I was I was not the best. I'm sorry for that.
0: Wait, all is this being, is this all going into it? We're recording. I will promise you this this part is the stuff that people will love
2: and it's I the thinking? endearing part. Look, I think it's uh, I think it's also time to revisit um, okay. mine, mine and Wills initial meeting together. Oh, the one! He yeah, um,
1: God, this is this is really turning into a great day for me. Well, so,
2: because I know that you are a elite young professional, and so I want to, I want to keep that status for
1: you. I, I, I think that we're about like fifteen minutes or two, m- m- two more <laughs> bad jokes from me, from Annie, like totally changing your mind. Like, no, this guy, <laughs> this guy really is way too much. I've said a lot of stupid things. I've done a lot of stupid things, and I stood you up, Annie. And I'm so sorry <laughs> that I stood you I up. Say it. I, you know, it was just a phone call. And I totally you know what the worst part is, is two episodes ago, Jordan and I were talking about ghosting people, and how you should not ghost anyone. And, you know, I'm not the best, most organized person. This goes back to my university day. So I'm sure some of the professors who are listening to this are like, yep, yep, I can agree with that. That makes sense that will is not very organized. But I put it in my calendar. I was like, I'm not missing this call with Annie. Like, this lady sounds awesome. She sounds like my hero. Like, Jessica Burke recommends her. Like, I've got to talk to this lady about being an elite and professional because I want to be an elite and professional. Mm-hmm. And and then, you know, my wife went into labor, by the way, just to all of our listeners who are like, this jerk really did stand up, Annie for Fasoli. And I was like, well, yeah, she was kind of in labor. Then I got back and I looked at it. I was like, no, I missed the call. I missed the call. And I still feel bad about it to this day. And I'm not going to let my son, who was born uh, during this time, live it down ever. I'm going to say, well, you know, son, you, you decided to come early. He, he came super early and ruined my call with you. And so I'm going to make sure he always knows that, that you ruined
0: that for me.
2: <laughs> so don't do that to that okay, we
0: need, <laughs> We need to do a hard pivot. <laughs> okay. And talk about, like, we have Annie Frizzoli here. Welcome to Rec Reflect.
2: Yeah. How we haven't did. even...
1: We haven't even welcomed (laughs) you to our podcast. We've just been (laughs) bashing on each other this whole time.
2: It's called banter. Banter. Healthy banter.
0: I feel that the people you can get along with the best are people you can playfully jab at and don't take it personally. I I think, like, my best – I don't know about you, but, I mean, we all have, like, group texts. Well, me and Will – uh, I'm not on them. making fun of each other. Like just friend texts, just, Hey, it's the friends that will roast you the hardest, but then behind your back, they speak your praises.
1: Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Love it.
1: We'll get a group uh, group text started right after <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, so.
2: I'd like to be in on one of these.
1: I really feel like the group text is just going to be making fun of me though. And that's no. okay. I'm kind of used to that. I, you know, I
2: think we can shift. We can shift from that. Once this is over, we can shift from that.
1: You know, you know, this though, I will tell you, Annie, as far as my whole relationship with Jordan, I've known you for uh, nine, 10 years now, Jordan. Yes. I've, I've never, I don't think I can make fun of, like he's not the person that you make fun of, you know, but it's not because it's like, it's not because he can't take it. It's just hard to make. I think he's just, he's just so like unmake funnable. Does that make any sense at all? A grown no. man
0: that wears a bow tie to work, of course I can be made fun of.
1: But, like, it, it it doesn't even, like, sweat you at all that you wear a bow tie to work.
0: Oh, yeah, I own it. And I power clash. Different patterns and colors. Like, it's got to be – it's, like, on – it's bad on purpose.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, you, you're pretty good at making fun of yourself on things. And so, also, the other thing is uh, Jordan has physically bested me many times. Um, so I just know not to bark up that tree.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there's certain people. I agree, Will.
0: Right. So Well, okay, I met Will. I was twenty-four, he was eighteen, and he tried to quote unquote wrestle me. And this is <laughs> didn't go well for him. I
1: mean, we we haven't told this story on the podcast, so I think I should we should tell this story and while <laughs> Annie's here, we're gonna make her listen to it. <laughs> so when when I was a young eighteen year old lad, and some of you might know me, I'm not a small person by any means. Like I'm not a teeny tiny I'm like the exact opposite, but if you know JD, but best way i describe JD physically is he's like a silverback gorilla. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's just like massive and strong. And just like, he's an offensive lineman. like literally he's an offensive lineman. And so I'm like, let's, let's, I'm going to wrestle these guys. I'm going to prove to them in the physical, physical ring that I am ready to, 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 to best them. Right. And so Straight up, we're, we're wrestling around. We're kind of fighting. This is my worst part. I would go to the ground, and, and JD would pin me down, and I'd be like, "Uncle, uncle, 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 uncle! I don't want to play anymore. I don't want to play anymore." And then he'd be like, "Let me up." And I'd say, "Un, uncle!" And I'd get back up, and I'd jump on him again. But literally, Annie, there was a time, ooh, Ohio, Ohio Bobcats. Oh, anyway, so there was a literally a time that we're wrestling, and Jordan, I swear, like I'm telling the story, I this is my honor as a as a boy scout, I tell you this story. He picked up another human being and used him as a weapon against me. Like he swung another human being and hit me with the human being and like dropped me to the ground. And then what's worse is I remember the, the thing that finally finished the whole thing was I came charging at Jordan right. I'm like charging at him. And this dude grabs me by the chest, <laughs> flips me like, Like flips me straight up horizontal. Like all I can really imagine is like think of like being in a cartoon where you get flipped up horizontal, like some kind of like Tom and Jerry stuff. He flips me up horizontal, gets me in the air straddle for a second, and he just drops me, and I just boom straight to the ground, drop. And I was like, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. And I just like walked away, like holding back tears. That's the kind of physical. And then all this is to be said. He's like stupid smart. Like he's the smartest person I know. Professor, like you know asu professor of the year and so like what what do you what do you do about that what do you do about that
2: look you don't try and burn them you don't try you don't yeah i
1: agree Learned my lesson many years ago
2: let them be were you facing the sky or the ground when you were horizontal
1: the sky i'm looking up at heaven thinking like this is it this is it i'll see you soon (laughs) you know so that that's kind of what happens with him but he's also the guy so, you want to have
0: on your team for everything. So, uh, Will, yeah. you're you're saying you could probably have benefited at 18 from some lit workshops.
1: Yeah, okay, let's get into it. Yes, I could have oh, I could have uh. benefited from a lot of things. But, Annie, how could I have benefited <laughs> oh. when I was your age? How could I have benefited from things with you?
2: Oh, gosh. Thank you for that, Jordan. Or JD, I just picked that up. Are we... Every oh, once
1: in a while.
0: Sorry. Uh, I, just, I go back to my camp days.
2: Am I there or no, that's, I need some more time. Oh no, hundred
0: percent. You can call me. Okay. JD. All right.
2: Appreciate you. Will, thanks for, for that insight.
0: Um, you can call oh, we, whatever there, you want. You want to. me to answer this question? Yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, let's, let's get, get it into the right. podcast. Well, let's so let's, podcast. let's go hard <laughs> pivot. Let's, so we got Annie Frazoli, your uh, organization. It's the, it's called lit, right? Creating community every day. And I'm looking leadership. of oh, the, it's the lit workshop, right? Correct. And leadership, innovation, and teamwork. Three words that every single professional, regardless of career, they need to be working on. Leadership, innovation, teamwork. So can you kind of just give us a background of like, what do you do in those workshops (laughs) without giving us the workshop right here? Because we want people to go do them because I'm signed up for it in January.
2: Yeah, you are. So, and I will actually say it's, I call it lit, but it's leadership innovation teamwork because we are on this podcast. It's actually the end phrase of that is for recreation and event professionals. And so that is a big piece of the experience that you have in the workshop. It's, because part of the process is you are sitting amongst your peers and so I'll take us back a little bit let me tell you a story no but really the way this formed and I think it's another important piece for the listeners I'm assuming you're attracting is this started with 40 discovery dive calls with recreation and event professionals in other words needs assessment Uh, that uh, research collection right so it was um, I call them discovery dive calls to entice people to have that call with me so hence the name but that started with 40 recreation and event professionals specifically from four different areas from you um, from municipalities um, from campus recreation from um, just their like I'm going to say Stri- directly, event professionals may work for a nonprofit. They run one large event a year, 125,000-person event, and then also uh, you all mentioned, you know, your Boy Scout. So then, like a traditional camp um, type setting. So their full-time job is summer camps and then summer camps, and then maybe some throughout the year. So it started with 40 calls. I had about nine questions and i will say this in true recreation professional style it was 40 calls but about 80 hours worth of worth of talk time yeah so and these were folks that i had met over my 20 years of being a recreation professional and will i may actually be making myself younger it could have been about 25 years of of identifying <laughs> as a recreation professional and it was folks that i may not have spoken to for the four maybe 20 years, but in because of social media, been able to just kind of we keep watching each other and we're observing it and we know of each other. But there were folks at some point in some way, whether I was closer to age and will um, or um, later later in the profession, they had some type of impact. Um, and so I went back to back to folks and scheduled these calls, had 80 hours, and from there some themes emerged. And so the three of the themes were on this idea of just good old fashioned and Jordan, I think you really started strong. We all say these words. We all want to discuss these topics within our organization. Um, but sometimes we don't know how, or what is it about it that we should talk about? So I narrowed from there. I will just put it out there because those calls were, were kind of with the audience we're talking about. Two other themes that um, that came out were on ideas of risk management. So, but I'm, that's not that's my my area of expertise. So, I'm not just because it was a theme doesn't mean I'm going to go ahead and step in there. And then the other was around budget, um, in in kind of more that financial. And this was the calls were early during COVID. I think that's an important um, piece too to just recognize. So, but with that, like I said, these three themes arrived or um, kind of started to show through. And so I started designing from there. So I started diving in and reading on these three topics, ran a beta group. So I identified six recreation professionals from across those four different areas, brought them together. We fully we formatted it. It's a four week, uh, once a week for 90 minutes. And we do two weeks of teamwork, one week of leadership and one week of innovation.
0: Is way really cool. cool. I'm just, I, I keep uh, going back to the web, your webpage on the workshop itself and, and the what to expect and the benefits. And so I just want to read off some of the benefits because they I mean, every one, every bullet point is just like, oh, whoa. If you could get one of these, it'd be like, wow, game changer. Insights around leadership strategies, innovation techniques to implement around experience design, functional assessments for teams and practical application. New network for professional contacts, certificate of completion, LinkedIn profiles, certifications, add-on. Those are. I want to ask you, in your your trainings, how are you defining leadership with the the people that are coming to the workshops?
2: Ah, great question. We actually, so I focus. Look, I'm trying to think. I want to hmm. want to make, and, entice, but also not, yeah. not give give everything away. We actually look at it from I love this question. This is the one week. So when I talk with recreation and event professionals, you, we are all driven. And I say you in terms of the ones that arrive to my workshops, they will rarely answer a question from a self perspective. You rarely hear the word I, you will always, when it, it's always about others. It's always about the community. It's always about their team. So I have paused because you are correct leadership. These are all very large topics for a short, short amount of time. So when I looked at the leadership, I took a pause and we look at it from a very much from a leadership image and a a self, a place of self-reflection. And we take 90 minutes where they, and Jordan, you soon, you only talk about yourself and really how um, kind of reflecting being strategic in your own leadership development process can have those greater impacts on others and recognizing the influence of, and whether you're titled, whether you're titled by leadership, I think anytime you're working with people, you're in a, you're in a leadership position, whether it's by title or not, but it's this pause moment to know if you want to, you know, if you're looking to have those, have those, still have those grand community impacts on others. And again, whether it's your team or whether it's your, your communities, you pause and take a moment and say, how can I best do this? And so like, hopefully that gives you enough without given, given. No,
0: no, no, absolutely. Just because I would imagine that you, it's so difficult when, so you say what, 20 people come in together or you're, you're working with 20 people in a single time period.
2: I cap it at 10 and there's a strategy for that. Yep. I, I want it to be so minimum of six. And so there's, and I'm talking to programmers here and so, um, there's a seems to be a kind of a uh, there's a nice balance with the 10 because there's times that there's breakout rooms, but then there's time that there's we're all on the screen. And I think as you start to get too if, if not too large, but in this, the way I facilitate this, I think if you start to get a little bit larger, um, it's easier to get lost, right? It's easier for me to maybe go check an email. It's easier for me to have a distraction. And so um, I think, and then the level of intimacy and the community that, is able to develop in the four weeks between that smaller number is pretty profound. So you see people, you see your cohort every week and you even typically have some one-on-one time with each person every week. And so if you start to make that number larger, Jordan may never meet will, if that number is larger, you know, over those four weeks, you all may not get connected. And so one of my goals is each of the 10 Has a connection, has an interactive moment with all of the other members.
1: Let me ask you, I'm gonna jump in here, George. Sorry, steal your thunder. Um, So I liked what you said a lot about um, reflecting on your own leadership. I took a leadership course recently where it was like, rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 of leadership. And it was really cool to self reflect on that. So, how do you push people? to <laughs> how do you push people to really um people are gonna be like well why did they just laugh Jordan just put up a 10 for himself or a zero one from oh, what I'm seeing up for you. Oh thanks I no I have, my, I have to rate I have to rate myself.
0: I was rating to, Will.
1: Yeah well you have to rate yourself. You have to really look and that's so hard because like you said Annie it's like people don't want to talk about themselves and they don't want to rate yourself. So how, first off, how would you rate yourself on your scale of one to ten for leadership and how do you start reflecting about your own leadership? What what ways can we start reflecting on our leadership for for ourselves? Ooh, good one, Will.
0: Oh, put you on the
1: spot.
2: Look, that one nice. wasn't in the notes.
1: No, and he's <laughs> like, "Oh, and he's like, oh great, he's not just a comedy relief. He's not my script.' Oh, god.
2: <laughs> no, I think you actually one of the strategies that I use with the groups, and a strategy that I would, I have used for myself. And I think we have to be careful how often or how not often we put ourselves through these process. You use the word assessment, and I think there's some really great tools that are already available out there, and with within the lit workshop, there is a self-assessment. So I, even in between there's a weak gap in between our meetings. So there is, we call it fun work. We don't call it homework. Um, and so and uh, one of the participants named it fun work.
1: like a true professor. Well, I
2: didn't even na- I didn't name it fun work. One of the participants did. So if that tells you even more. But it was so you there's a self there was a there's one portion that has a rating scale and then there's another portion that is questions. But here's the other piece of this that i think is really important not only individually based on what i read but also the feedback that i get from the professionals through the program is there's always a bonus challenge and the bonus challenge is to not just reflect on these questions meaning this these open-ended assessment questions of yourself alone you go to your peers and i would look at one of the suggestions i always have is go to your peers who are identified based on the system as subordinates ask the ask the same question to your subordinates to your your peers in terms of again based on title and anyone that you may report to and start having those questions and some of the professionals will absolutely do that and typically the ones that do that they will report back into the workshop that that was a little bit of a game changer because we talk about this idea of um, Per- perceived versus desired, the mm-hmm. leadership image. And so what you want to find out is you have a desired image. like and, and people don't like that word image. They're like, ooh. And I'm like, no, it's because you want to have impact. So think about your image as having that positive impact. And so with that desired versus perceived, like you have a desired, you need to go find out if you're perceived that same way too. Um, and you may find out you're perceived even maybe sometimes right, we're yeah. hardest on ourselves. Um, so you may find out like, oh gosh, like I actually... I make more impacts, and and I think that's a great learning lesson. Or you may find find out like, oh, I don't, I'm i not perceived <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that way, and then that's that area, that's that assessment. So I think that's another large piece, or that, or at least in a, in the workshop. But I 100% yeah. agree. That, with.
1: And that's really cool because that's something you know, Jane and I have talked about. Is like we we had an episode earlier about leadership, right? And kind of uh, like, what do you see yourself as a leader? And we kind of said in the in the thing is like man, how do people end up where they are? Like they they become leaders some while and and I think in their head, they they see themselves as one way, but they're being seen, they're actually putting out something different. And sometimes you just kind of have to get back on track yep. with that. Right. And that, that's a really cool thing to kind of think about is like, Hey, don't be afraid to ask those hard questions of like, mm-hmm. where am I as a leader for you? Like, mm-hmm. I, you
0: know, what am I doing as far as leadership for you? What can I do better? I, I can't remember who said it, but a great quote I love is like the, your success in life and your leadership ability will be really highly correlated with your ability and timing of having hard conversations with yourself.
2: Mm, that's a good one. Hard yeah.
0: conversations are the ones that make you grow the most
2: mm-hmm.
0: because you don't like, it's, it, it's, it's on the precipice that we change. Mm-hmm. Like when we get to that cliff and we're like, Oh, Yikes, I don't uh, either I like what I see. And so I'm going to keep climbing or, uh, or go a different path or like, I don't want to go off the cliff. So absolutely. Um, I want to circle back in Annie, you said that there's a, a level of community building between workshop participants. And so my question is that we're, we're socially distancing, we're not doing all this stuff. How do people build community, even though they're not physically around each other?
2: Yeah, th- so thank you for asking that. B, I didn't, I'll be honest, before, so I was a face-to-face facilitator, right? So, right, good old, we were at the conferences, you you go to the organization. So we all love the word. So there was a pivot in terms of training. It had to go virtual. And so I wasn't, I'm gonna be honest. My If you would ask me in June, because July was my beta group, I would have I would have asked the same question and how is this going to happen? But I went right back to my programming skills and so this I love doing this podcast because I can use it. <laughs> I know the audience that
1: can. Say. You're, you're talking to record. This is our goal for the podcast. Is we're, you're talking to fellow recreation nerds. <laughs> yeah, so it. like you nerd out all you want here and go. For
2: yeah. It. Yeah. Look. Side note. I did an experience design session with a corporate group this morning. Anyways, that could maybe be a whole nother podcast. But I think you know you get nervous going into a corporate. Uh, and saying this is experience design anyways um, so with that let me get back to the question designing community so to go back and I'm going to repeat myself without even trying to experience design we are all experienced designers so whether maybe our titles are programmer or event specialist event director um, you know we have all these different titles but to me this is an experience right now so any meeting, any training, any workshop, any interaction, um, you are creating an experience for for other folks. And so I started to break down. I'm to be honest. I used I use my old event skills and my old programming skills. I t- I teach about the five stages of an experience. Right? There's an attraction. There's an entrance. There's an engagement. There's an exit. And there's an extension. And I know there's several different models. Some people have four stages of an experience. Some have six. So I go it's Vijay kumar uh, has a model of five stages and so i use the five stages and so i started to break down my the workshop of so these are people that don't know each other right so you, you start to think about the attraction what can i do with them prior to them arriving i'm not going to give all my secrets here because a jordan's going to be in the program in, in january and there's this element of surprise. Because now you're having an experience, right? If you get a, a, a certain email, right now, you're kind of getting the operational <laughs> emails. But as we get closer, you're going to start to have, there's going to be an experience. There's going to be exchange in how we communicate, the different styles that I use. And so to me, part of the, it's, it's intentional design is my very big, broad answer. And I, again, I like that. I think that I can use that terminology with this particular group and say, it's intentional design. So what happens in each of those five stages is very deliberate. Jordan, I'll give you this, this is one tiny example. So I'm gonna do an intake form here about two weeks prior to the program. You're gonna fill it out. I'm gonna ask you some professional questions then I'm just gonna ask you some questions and you'll be like, what is she getting at, <laughs> right? I'm gonna ask you if, if you're out and doing karaoke, what song do you sing? So one of my strategies I download, so everyone that's in your cohort, either I have it already in my iTunes or I download it for you. I spend a dollar 29. And so when you enter the workshop, I'm playing one of the cohorts messages uh, or one of the cohorts songs. Right. So, and that's tiny, right. But I just like to say that everything, everything that's on the intake form that Jordan fills out is going to be reused somewhere later in the program. Um, I'm intentional in terms of, uh, most, again, programmers or experienced designers, we talk about connection before content. And so I'm, every week, we're going to start with connection. But the connection can also be, its it, the connection can also be content related. So it's not just, and we all know this, there's a difference between energizers um, in our programming. And then there's a difference in, I'm trying to also make a point, I'm going to engage you. So there's a lot of that that goes in. And so I will also say, so some of it's by design, not some of it, I would say a good decent of it, is by design, I break down those different stages. The other is, honestly, the common denominator. So go back to the leadership image. If I, I'm not if, I give you this assessment for you to do this assessment of yourself in your position. Well, now you go into a breakout room with somebody who, to what we're talking about here, speaks the language. So now I say, I have this challenge at my you know this is one of my challenges I now have somebody that also works in the field that I get some I get some intimate time with in a breakout room and they say hey you know what I either have that same challenge I maybe once had that same challenge and this is what I did so now you have this that common denominator of the profession and I think we all know if we're in this profession if 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 people are listening to this podcast, they're an engaged professional. That's how I love it. Like, like people, if they're gonna pause their time on their drive to work, that I know that there's a commute time, I might be going over it. I might be more of a long commute podcast. Hey,
1: we we can always we can always edit. But yeah, you're right.
2: yeah, I might be the drive home, the drive to work and the drive from work. That's okay. Annie, we just glossed
0: over a very important thing. We love to ask every person we have on the podcast. You're like, what got you into recreation? Oh yes. what got you into the field?
2: Great question. Sure, yeah, I think we should all so I will say I'm gonna say there's two people. So the the one was my dad. And so uh, long yeah, with long story short, uh to to put and he I share this story. I actually share the story in presentations here and there, but I so I won't share it all. But my dad had a nervous breakdown at a in 1984, he's about 50 years old. And so when he went through that um, kind of that uh, situation, I don't know what I, I lost a look. You can tell when you talk personal, right? You lose it, lose, lose words, words a little bit. Um, he, he had to work, right? He had to work with some professionals. And so one of the professionals or one of the groups of people that he worked with were therapeutic recreation specialists. And so with that, so I'll tell you as a, as a 10, 11, 12 year old, my dad was coming home with uh, string art projects and leather tooling. So he'd be away and then he'd come home and have a, a craft project. And this is, this is tough guy, Tony. This is, he was my coach. He could always run faster than me. He'd always throw the ball further than me. He was, he boxed in the army, right? Like, so tough guy Tony was coming home with with string art and leather tooling, and so as a kid, at that point, you know, he didn't. I was just like, I don't know what's going, I don't know why he's doing this. Um, but as an adult, as I became older, and we were able to have those conversations, meaning as I was choosing a major for college, so my dad had hit a point, his mental and physical, right? It's very connected from you know from when we look at how physiologically. So my dad's fists had gotten to a point where they were clenched. 24 hours a day, and the one hour a day that they would release was when he did string art and when he did leather tooling, right? So this is my first exposure to the power of what we do. We, I we could also do a whole podcast of like using. The, I sometimes I called it the F word, the fun word, because sometimes that, sometimes the F word negates, negates funding, right? Ne, ne, negates um, the profession at times. And so this was my first experience with the profoundness of the fun. Um, nice. And so that was that. And then uh, I, so I, I switched from a business major to a therapeutic rec. Oddly enough, I have this conversation and uh, their therapeutic recreation was actually at the university of Toledo. Very strange. Uh, like it happened to be a major, which I think in 1992 will Look, see, That's, that filter is good. <laughs> if it
1: makes you feel better, that was the year I was born.
2: <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you that never makes older people feel better, Well, Oh, sorry. I was, just,
1: <laughs> I was just trying to help. I was just trying to help. Sorry.
2: And then uh, then there was a Mr. Wallace. He, I worked at a retirement community uh, and I waited tables. And so this was an active living. This wasn't a nursing home. This was the place where people that were 55 and older recreated. And I uh, I played tennis, and he asked me to play tennis. Nice. And let's just say I lost terribly. And I was look, I'm a, I'll tell an old high school story. Will, JD, oh. you'll appreciate an old sports story. I was uh, I was second seed uh, on the tennis team, which is second best. So I was like, all right, Mr. Wallace, let's play. That man didn't move at all. <laughs> he placed that ball wherever where, and I was running totally lost. But what it was is I actually started hanging out with the activity uh, coordinator and nice. I was like, oh my God, is this your job? Right. So I think a lot of us have some of those moments like, oh, this can be a job. And so that was a little bit, so a little bit, of, a little bit of twofold. So
1: see, now I'm going to jump in and say, you know, I feel like you, I've made assumptions. I've made age assumptions, but I feel like you've made assumptions of me because you're probably thinking like, oh, here's the, maybe the football player, the the big meaty, whatever. Um, I too was a tennis player in high school okay I too was up there second or third seed. I know exactly where you're coming from miss second Seed. I, I might not have been a second seed on my on my high school team but I too was a tennis player out there and I know exactly what you're saying that old guy who like physically you know you can win but it's just like stop putting that exactly where you want to put it like this is not how it's yep. supposed to work and just making me all do the work do all the work but yeah yep. I think that's a super relatable story is like yeah. Wait, wait, you, you person over there who's, who's facilitating the fun, how did you get to where you are? So I yeah. think a lot of people can relate to that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, anyways, that was, yeah, it was good. Thanks for asking. I think we all appreciate getting asked that question. It, yeah. Yeah. We all get to take a step back, be a little nostalgic.
0: Right. Well, I also like asking that question because if we ever have new listeners that are not familiar with recreation, but they're maybe dabbling, um, we get to hear. Not like, hey, yeah, we do this as a job or a career, but like we have the 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 moment in time when something in our lives gave us a higher purpose for recreation rather than a paycheck. And that's why I love it is because everybody everybody has something that's so profound and so personal that you can't help but be touched by other people's coming of age story when they tell it so i love it absolutely all right we are running up on our time and so annie i want to give you the last word wait, 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 wait.
1: we gotta we gotta ask our questions
0: we gotta ask my oh, boss, our, wait, our usual one? question
1: no, no no i got i got this one so you mentioned earlier about your karaoke did i miss that you guys didn't do that yet oh. right you mentioned earlier about doing karaoke so uh jordan and i are trying to kind of get a tradition going here where we ask um not karaoke but what would your walk-up song be so our question for annie is your walk-up song if you had a walk-up song like you're getting yourself pumped up in the morning to get into recreation you know what you're doing you know like if you're a baseball player what is your walk-up song so i think you are you look like you're looking for something so i'm pretty excited
0: about this
2: yeah i want to make sure I it's the right song
0: perfect oh, man will go ahead and tell her what's yours
2: Okay, uh mine Still
1: is time yeah mine is don't stop believing by queen um because it just gets me in the right place and it's just like why stop believing in yourself and and, and that's kind of how, how, how you should feel about everything but no i think just getting yourself pumped up i love the karaoke thing right because then you can like slip it in every once in a while um with somebody playing that song like oh yeah there's there's wills don't stop believing song
0: I feel like my mind changes day to day. Today, it's Enter the Sandman by Metallica.
2: Oh, nice. Nice. Look, I can't remember the name. So I'm going to go with, um, and Will, I'm going to say, I might, it wasn't ageism. I wouldn't have guessed that song for you. Is what look that I just wanted to say again. I'm really. This is great. We're getting to I'm know like, each
1: other. You know that my one of my favorite quotes is that quote from Shrek where it's like I'm an onion. I've got layers. I'm no, it's not a really great. Shrek I but like I've got layers. You got to peel back these layers sometimes, and we're just like peeling back our onion layers right now. <laughs>
0: that was. That was a great Shrek impersonation. Nice. It was. I'm an ogre. I've got layers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and look, based on the fact that I'm going to say, I'm not so familiar with the Shrek quotes. Ooh. 92. I'm not so familiar with the Shrek. Quotes.
1: Yeah, that that was a grown up movie for me.
2: <laughs> look, and... can you tell me, I was still trying to look. Oh, oh. Oh, I don't think that's the title. It must be. Anyways, it's a Fifty Cent song, but I don't know. I can't remember what the title is, and I won't even uh, can, attempt to sing can you it. Recite some of the lyrics. No, like, I already said. You'll lose. You will lose. What is it? Viewership? Listenership? Oh, I know my limits in terms I of. Feel like I feel
1: like we would I feel like we would gain. I'm gonna.
2: Like, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that's a false statement. So, so ask.
1: fitty, so fitty gets you pumped up.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why Dang I'm at a loss. It was too much pressure. That's think Jay, about it. Put that in the notes next time. Let's I give will. the speaker so I can have the well, title. Okay. So wh- last time we had talked, yes. uh,
0: Me, we, we had, uh, so it, we, in the time that we've been recording episodes, we started doing that post me and you having a conversation. So. But, I don't know what you,
2: what'd you just say? You talking to me?
0: Yeah. The, I'm what saying. Like, nope. Okay. Well, nope. no, no,
2: no i was still and, trying to come up with the name of the 50 cents on. I'm going to be no, honest.
0: It's going
1: to bug you all
0: day. No, so I should have pre-warned you like hey oh. you're going to need to know No, that, because we no. No. Did, no? This,
1: no, because because <laughs> I got asked this question during an interview. So again my current oh, position. We so were, it's, okay. it's meant we were, to put you on the spot, Annie. So
0: Annie, the, the context of it is that we were talking about how everybody thinks that they have the insider knowledge about how job interviews should go. And they're like, I have a <laughs> I have a set of questions that I ask everybody that's gonna come work for me. And this is the weed out system and it's perfect. And we were talking ones that are like, what are questions that have no bearing on your actual job capabilities? And we we're—I think we were talking about that. You're like, what's your what song would you walk up to? Yeah,
2: what's I would, would have a look in an interview though. Will I would have a response? I took that very like I did not want to give a, a made-up answer, so that's why I really paused. If I look, if this was an interview, I would say uh, "Juice" by Lizzo. <laughs> 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 I would have <See>, been right.
1: <laughs> but, no, but I like to just throw that well and then like you know if if anyone who ever does a podcast with us might understand that we're asking this question so they'll be a little more prepared but I like to to really we like to throw you off with this so we can see who you are and I think just by you saying just by you saying 50 cent I don't even care it doesn't have to be you can just the fact that 50 cent pumps you up makes me like uh like follow this lady okay I'm gonna follow this lady wherever she goes I'm on it yeah, this See,
2: that's class of '92 coming out there, Will. I don't know what you don't know nothing about class of '92. <laughs> I'll
0: do my research. I promise. <laughs> this will all go out, Will, to the tens of our listeners. Whoa, whoa, wow! Tens of listeners. That
1: is a harsh. That is a harsh statement to. My mom, my dad, my <laughs> wife, okay, <laughs> and your wife. My wife.
2: <laughs> Hello, mom and dad. Hello.
1: So, so don't offend our listeners. No, I think we're building I, but this. Wait,
0: wait. Let's be honest. Our wives don't listen to this.
1: No, and, well, but then, like, the nice thing is getting people like Annie on because I mean, you know, Annie might be willing to share this her her episode, right? Like, I want you to share your episode and be like, hey, look, I was on this podcast. Like, be proud. You know, I so. gotta
2: see what you cut out.
1: Good point. Good point. <laughs> this
0: uh, heavily this is uh this is like a government document going to a journalist. It it'll be heavily redacted, but we are running up our time, so we gotta close up. But I always wanna leave our guest with the last words or words. So what do you have?
2: Do you want a word or you want words? I'll
0: keep it oh, short. You though. can go, go for it. Go for it.
2: So I would say it with what's going on. With everything, current state is stay intentional, and with that, remember your purpose um, and 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 the values you provide. Um, I actually had I written it I did write people purpose process on my whiteboard. I always have a message on the whiteboard, and so it's stay intentional with what you do. Don't forget the values you provide. Don't get don't only get caught up in the operational aspect of what you do. Remember those values right now. Um, and the purpose that you that you give to your communities
0: love it I I I don't think that we can say anything that would be more inspirational than that so that we're done Annie thank you so much for coming on the
1: podcast thank
2: you both so much